I, so for some reason, when I record um, podcasts after doing systems review that involved social networking, I get a little emotionally damaged, a little bit traumatized, definitely angry. And and uh, sometimes the the talks go sort of personal because it is personal when you're dealing with either just one person or five people that have presented you with matters of abuse, matters that are supposed to be taken care of by law enforcement. And then you let some time go by because you, you naturally distance yourself from the issue in the person because of uh, either duty or choice of not, you know, surrounding yourself with negativity, false reports, or reporters that seek to profit off of some odd um, monetary system that's foreign to us. You know, like someone's ideal that, you know, if I say this or tell this person this and if she says it or repeats it, um, then, you know, she's just feeding into the sickness depending upon where she chooses to report it or how she chooses to report it. In some cases, you know, it's it's good to lay down the law and say this, there's a time and place where you discuss matters. There's a time and place for everything. But um, I don't think our military and I don't think every, the everyday citizen is trained to handle criminal matters when people confess things to them. I killed this person. Uh, this guy sexually assaulted my little daughter and now I have three different husbands and I profit lots of money living in Las Vegas. And that shows you kind of what kind of um, citizen that is. And there's no like profiling system for each citizen that keeps a record of all of these wrongs and rights. We just, as citizens networking or socializing together, we just accept whatever is said to be true and whatever authority and power is supposed to manage that issue manages it correctly. But only time passes and we just later find that nothing really happened. Nobody went to jail. Nobody was prosecuted. In fact, it got worse personally for the self because they grouped up together. And then that that communicable disease or that sickness uh, was pushed onto other people to um, cause additional accusations of similar and like matter. Scientifically, they say like attracts like. And so if you're that person, then you're going to be attracted to that kind of stuff. And that's not always true. That's not to say a victim is going to be attracted to criminals because they were a victim. And that's not to say that the complete opposite of that spectrum means that they're going to be attracted to criminal justice and be a vigilante or that they're going to be uh want to be surrounded by um, all of those matters um, permanently because they chose that in a, as a, a study area or an educational area. That's just poor leadership. That's poor management. But what is worse now is that we have a social networking system up 
where all of those people from the past can come forward. And the goal in a perfect world is for all the people that went years without talking and communicating, and even those that communicate on a regular basis to get together and share their lifestyles, their photography, their accomplishments, their school, uh, their education, their achievements in life, and their family relationships. And sometimes that hurts other people. It sometimes hurts other people because, as I said in my previous post or my previous podcast, some things go ignored and there are some people out there that just constantly seek um, attention for matters of the dead that are so far past and beyond. You almost want to just block that person permanently because you know, they haven't got over it. So they want to drag the world down with them to make sure that that matter is always a focus area. And that's sickness. Um, That's a level of sickness that needs to be filtered out and removed from the system. But they never did anything wrong. You know, that's, that's the excuse. They never did anything wrong. It's just the person that they're connected to. It's their choice content. And there are strategic ways of trying to drag it back down to a level of death and sickness. And then in comparison to the person who released the system, who announced its release, did the same thing. That was her style. Give me sympathy for someone that doesn't even deserve it or attention for matters that are wasteful because of an addictive mind or just a dismissive mind of matters that require emotion and natural responses to things and life events. If someone dies, the natural response is to give them a little bit of sympathy. We have technology that lets you send a card, but that's not a requirement. It's not a requirement for anyone And asking for it is almost another level of sickness, almost like I want to recommend that there's a time and a place for those things and people. But doing that in your constant stream of social networking, that's a, um, that's just corrupting the positivity of what a system can and should do. Like you don't want to get together socially every time you sign on and there's another posting of a dead person. There's another remembrance of a, and an odd, odd way of hanging on to the past. There's another violent report, you know, uh, counteracted by another victim who celebrates life in a different way, supposedly. But if you look at the chain and and, uh, connections of the criminals and of the those who are uh, socially connected in person and now on technology, you know, any slight, any questioning, uh, any, any profanity, there's immediate attacks, almost as if there is absolutely no way to professionally handle the matter. And myself personally, it drug me down to a point of, you know, I just really want to emotionally, physically, verbally attack you 
And I don't care about the use of profanity right now because what I'm seeing is so sickening. And Facebook has enabled that. And that's not an accomplishment Facebook Incorporated or its new name, Meta, whatever, is ever going to be able to celebrate. And nor would they truly understand it if they didn't have professionals and sociologists and psychologists that take the time out to look at the connections rather than handling emotional trauma and systematic trauma or other kinds of trauma on a one-on-one individual personal level of talk therapy. Right? Okay, so you can't rightfully release a system and expect it to be a support system of friends uh, where you make contact after being gone for 10 years and the only thing that you have to say to people in the end are these are my accomplishments and this is what I ate today. There's no system, there's no um, social standards set for how people are to use it or what it, how it is, what it's designed for. It's quite clear. It's designed for people to communicate and gather friends and have a system where they can talk and share information. But the talk and the information is almost on a level of um, filtration that you just want to look at it and go, this has turned criminal. And what you've done here in isolating people and allowing only a certain type of people or group of people to communicate is so um, poorly created that it causes professional isolation. So it's non-professional. And even if there, there are some people with professional qualifications on there, um, it's not uh, used for that. It seems to be the use is directed towards people pictures. Show me your pictures of you and your friends smiling. And there's no standard there. Um, there's just no standards as far as this is allowed and this is not allowed. I mean, I'm going to mention one posting that was reported and they came back and said it was found to be acceptable. And it was a girl in her bikini doing something odd to a baby with another person confessing that she, that her parents did that to her when she was little. So now it's turned into like this psychological area where people can come forward and talk about uh, their own personal dysfunctions, which you know, before this poster, any any conversation or request to discuss, um, you know, the mother-in-law or anyone else, it was, I don't want to talk about that. You know, immediate shutdown, won't speak. But now so oddly open about sexual trauma. It's sick. Acting like a victim. When in one world, the physical realm reporting crimes of small children and later gallivanting around online acting like she's the only victim. I mean, this is, this is a situation where you got to establish some guidelines, Facebook or Meta, whatever your name is, 
of what's acceptable in communication and be the leader in that. And there's professional ways that you can do that. It's not by, you know, programming checkboxes and asking stupid questions like, have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? And it might also require moderation back in the old ways that we used to have to monitor group communications, someone to guide and steer the conversational content or the posted content. Because now what we're seeing is real sick, uh, you know, where people look pretty and happy, but in real life, they're reporting unhappiness uh, they're affecting other people's happiness because they're the criminals running around with Mercedes Benzes, nice cars and new families, just getting away with crime, murder threats, all kinds of violence and making money. And that's sick. Well, it went, you, you didn't report it, Miss Wilson. You should have reported it. Well, there needs to be a better system because now you're coming up, you're, you're basically created a system that shows there, this stuff is, is out there. It's real. And now you're making, creating an unwanted environment where people don't even, I don't even want to communicate, but they can have fun in my area of expertise. That's does not make any good sense at all. And the technical directors are making some very bad choices if they think that's acceptable. Taking family photos at what looks like a convention on a red carpet after they've sexually violated someone. I mean, that's delusional. That's not only delusional, but that's um, psychotically manipulating the victim. And if you continue to allow this, uh, a, an easy thing to say is we'll shut you down. But who are you? I mean, have you evaluated yourself? That's filthy. I mean, you can't be totally clean. Spick and span 100% of the time, you know? Some people, extremists, go to the opposite end of the spectrum where any speck of dust, they have obsessive compulsive cleaning disorders and uh, their next postings are their little teenage daughters dancing online for all the criminal population to allow that kind of sick and odd videotaping behavior to go on. And it's just... It doesn't take much to scratch your head and go, oh my God, this is not good. But you, you dare ask them a question about their missing sister or the status of their child in the military. And it's like immediate shutdown. They can't talk. They're not allowed to speak. Not because of a legal gag order or fear of incrimination. But because perhaps they're so deluded, their words are deluded, deluding others, for what purpose? 
and then to go on as if that person never even existed. Okay, so you proved there that you can manipulate the minds of many people and mask the issues and act as if they're unimportant and that it doesn't matter. And that's a behavior of a young teenager, I remember. A young, uh, young elementary school girl, middle school girl, walked around the town and her own friend moves away or goes missing and she doesn't even think twice, doesn't ask questions, doesn't say why she moved and is now hell bent on a missing person of her father, happy to share with the world online that he's probably out with some druggie. I mean, talk about professional communications and what should should be held in your house and kept between your family members and what's publicly shareable. I'm in shock right now. I'm in shock. I mean, the people are gallivanting around as if uh, this is uh, acceptable stylings and behavior like they're just elementary school or teenage kids who can pick up a crack pipe and take a chance and maybe nobody will catch them or harbor resentment for 85 years for someone that did pick up a crack pipe, couldn't let it down and committed suicide. You know, there's a legal process. It's called wrongful death, but sometimes you just can't file. But after you go back and look at a 10 year span of, of uh, being away from those people and you go, well, you can't really prosecute each individual for wrongful death at this point because they've been dead for so damn long, but there's a string of them. So it does make you want to know why are these people disappearing and who are those people that psychologically don't give it any value or any acknowledgement. And are those the ones that have similar behavior traits that, that uh, carry on online as if there are no laws and rules in society? I mean, these are very valid questions for psychiatrists, psychologists, technologists, and, and other doctors that really do want to create systems and things for people to use that are of good value, which might end up being the re their removal.